Hi there, it's Dallas Travers. Thanks so much for tuning in. You are indeed listening to Coaches on a Mission, the podcast for values-driven coaches who want a business you're really proud of. The episode you're about to listen to was recorded before we changed the name of the show to Coaches on a Mission. So you're gonna hear a reference to the Six Figure Coach Podcast. Never fear, you're totally in the right place. These episodes were just way too good to remove from our archive. So I hope you enjoy and thanks again for tuning in. 65% of the members who join the Six Figure Coach Club tell me that they want to build their lists because they're ready to scale beyond just offering one-on-one coaching. That's why I invited Brian Pitaka to the show today. I had the privilege of mentoring Brian inside our Six Figure Coach Club Accelerator program over the last 12 months. And during that time, he created and launched two online courses plus a membership program. He more than doubled his revenue and even had his first ever six-figure launch this year. So one core reason behind Brian's success came down to his list-building strategy. In just 90 days, Brian added more than 3,000 new subscribers to his list without spending any money on ads. The plan actually worked so well that now it's something Brian and his team implement every single month inside of his business. So if you know you need to build your list in order to sell courses or group programs, grab a pen and notepad because Brian and I will take you behind the scenes of the exact process he followed to build his list through referral marketing. Let's get into it. Welcome to the Six Figure Coach Podcast. I'm your host, Dallas Travers, and this is the show to listen to if you're a coach and you want the freedom, the confidence, and the impact that comes with a six-figure business. Each week, we'll discuss tangible strategies, simple systems, plus the juicy inner work to help you make more money and help more people. So thank you for being here. Let's dive in. Hi, Brian. Hey. Hi, Hi, Silvana. Hello. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm excited about this episode because so many coaches, especially coaches who haven't passed that six-figure barrier, they they feel burdened by this idea of list building. And I think they sort of try a lot of strategies and don't really follow through. And hanging on to this belief that the only way to build your list is by dumping a bunch of money into Facebook ads. Mm-hmm. So we're just going to bust that myth today. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. And the two of you are kind of the resident experts, right, <laughs> on partner marketing uh, to build your list. So we're going to dive into that. But first, like, how's it going? What's happening? We're 18 years into the pandemic. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm doing okay. What I, I was saying to someone today that, like, I'm not... Uh, I'm not bored in my day, but uh-huh. I'm bored over time. Like I want there to be like, and can someone throw a birthday party? I mean, but don't because I'm not going to be going on Zoom. But like, <laughs> can something be on the menu like in the future a little bit? So I feel a little bit of that kind of boredom. But you know, a walk, as soon as you go for a walk, it's like okay, that kind of sates that need for a little while at least. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I know for me, it's someone mentioned to me a couple of weeks ago, she, I should let all our listeners know we're recording this the end of June. And she said, yeah, you sent me that email over Memorial weekend. And I was like, what are you talking about? Memorial weekend? Like, how do you know? There's nothing that was different about that than any other day. So yeah. 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 Good. So you've had quite a year, Brian Pataka. I've had my biggest year ever in my entire business. Yeah. Exciting. It's been really exciting. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, you're a huge part of it. On all fronts, right? You like 
Your list is bigger than it's ever been. Your mm-hmm. team, is that accurate? My team is exactly the right people right now. So okay. my team has been bigger. I actually don't know the big is a good good ma- metric for a team. Right. My team mm-hmm. is the most fierce it has ever been, I feel like. Like that's, Silvana gets to hear this right, right now. Going, Silvana. <laughs> <laughs> Now we all find out his team consists of Silvana. So there. <laughs> there's uh, there's three people on my team: Silvana, yeah. Emily, and Summer. Yeah, um, and we're I just think we're just really fierce and sharp and getting better and better every day. And roles becoming clearer and clearer. And uh, you know, every day I have to say for the team, I know that's not my subject of the day, but I'll say yeah. that like as far as the team goes, it always feels like oh good things are happening and I am not in every room where it's all happening. Like if I had an office with multiple rooms, like in that room over there, Silvana is making incredible things happen with partners and I am not in that room at all. Like once in a while I'll lean in and say, Hey, Hey, Hey. And then I go away again. Like it just feels like people are independent and I, I, Silvana, you can speak to this, but I think everyone in our team takes pride in what they're doing. Yeah, yeah. yeah and I've noticed too, like the, the longer we go as a team, the more we're like able to say like, Hey, do you know how to do this? Or do you want to help me with this? And it's like, I feel like we were in our own lanes for too long and not too long, but like, it was hard to know how to cross over. And now we're crossing. Yeah. 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 That's such an easy pitfall to fall into when everyone works virtually. Yeah. Right. And when the leader doesn't know how to delegate. Yeah. Right. We all just end up in our own. We're going through that transition right now in our business is like we've all been in these little silos for way too long and it's a different different type of resourcefulness being able to actually work as a team so yeah yeah so I invited you to here today because of list building right I mentioned that just a few moments ago you've been able to perfect right I think it was just like a off the cuff suggestion on my part that then you just took and totally ran with Right. Well, yeah, yeah, I'll rem- and I'm sure Silvana remembers this because I was super hyped about it. So I think that what happened is Dallas is somehow you said the way that you create lists. Um, uh, this is not the how-to portion, but part of what I took away is you find partners to partner with, and somehow that just went all the way deep down into the bottom of my heart, and it said, "You must do this." Like it was like you run and do this and only do this, and so I was like, "Now I have the answer to how to build a list," and I just ran with that idea. And I, and every, and I just ran with the idea that I am offering something to them and they are offering something to me. And I just owned that it is a partnership, that it isn't one-sided and that we are both growing each other's communities by doing this and by kind of coming to it with a very, like, I'm not giving away trade secrets. They're not giving, like, only everyone's going to be lifted up by this. That's all. Everyone's going to be lifted up by this. And by having that attitude around it. I think it kind of gave us a, you know, a blue ocean. I know we've used that before. Like yeah. it's all, everyone's good. It's all going to work out for everybody kind of attitude. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we can tell you some good and bad stories about that, but like it's that, true. yeah, that, that, and I just ran with it and I was like, mm-hmm. we need to make this something that we're doing all the time. And okay. that's, that's how it worked for me. Okay. So everyone listening, like pause, <laughs> don't hit pause, but like really tune in because whether it's this strategy or some other strategy What I want you to take away from what Brian just said is he focused on one thing and went all in. I think that's where a lot of coaches who struggle, they dabble, right? And they they sort of half-ass this little strategy and it maybe works and maybe doesn't. So they try this other thing. And if you really want to see results, you have to do fewer things more frequently. Yeah. So, And you're the perfect example of that. Well, Dallas, can I piggyback on something you said? Yeah. Because when you said zero in on one thing is... Because if by us zero in on that one thing, we got really good at that one thing. 
Because we kind of weren't perfect at the beginning. We sucked and we steal from other people. Like, oh, that's how they did it. Oh, let's see if we like how we, like, you, if, you, if you're doing all the other things, you're not really becoming good at any of them. So we really uh, zeroed in on how can we make our system better? What's a step we're missing? Oh, that's a way to, so we just kept zeroing in on that system getting better as opposed to like only, I know looking at the metrics is important, like making sure we're getting new people. But part of it was like, how is our system? So it wasn't only buying into we were already bought in on it's going to work. It was, okay, how can we make it work better? So Got it. That, like a machine for us. Yeah. Got it. Okay. So we are going to walk through the machine. Yeah. Right? Everyone's going to walk away with that. But Silvana, I'd just love to hear from you. Actually, let's just highlight it slightly so people have enough context and then we'll get into the how-to. So this is the, the general idea here is rather than dumping a bunch of money in ads or trying to just like essentially cold call random people who could be your target audience, inviting them to opt in. It's about leveraging already established communities by forming partnerships with like-minded professionals who share your community, have a list, and invite them to do cross-promotion. So inside the Six Figure Coach Club, we call it lead magnet cross-promotion. Today in this conversation, we'll just refer to promo partners. So Silvana, what was that like What's the question I want to ask you? I think the question I want to ask you is now that you're on the other end of having a really tight system, what's the biggest thing you've learned that you kind of wish you had, you knew in the beginning? Um, you know, that's a good question. I would say actually that the idea that, um, like to, to lead with the idea that it's the, uh, the ocean is like you're saying, it's like a big blue ocean, right? Or whatever the phrase is. Yeah. Some people were a little bit hesitant. They felt like maybe like you're going to steal my clients or like, I don't want to sell your thing. And it's like, you're not, you know? So I think just knowing, being like super comfortable and confident in that, in that trade, you know, and have to prove over time to people, like we are going to help you and you are going to help us. And it's not going to hurt either of us. Mm-hmm. That I didn't know for sure. I mean, I thought that was going to work that way, you know, but I didn't know because you just have to trust people. You yeah. have to just trust they're going to do the thing that they say. And, and I know that I'll do the best I can for them, but you don't really know them until you start. Got it. So it's really residing in that spirit of partnership. And yeah. what I'm hearing you say is like holding that container big enough for the partners too, because they aren't sold right away either. Yeah. And like also not thinking like, oh, they're too big. Like they don't care about us. You know, like that was not... That was very limiting. Yeah. Okay. So over the course of, I know this is an ongoing strategy, but when you first began executing this, correct me if my numbers are wrong, but you got about 3,500, somewhere over 3,000 subscribers in 90 days. Correct. Yeah. Right. And now, and you're doing it on an ongoing basis. What kind of results are you seeing? So what are you seeing? What are we seeing now is what you're saying. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, one of the, I might get into the nuts and bolts here and you can slow me down if yep. the order is not correct for the audience. Okay. Cause I want everybody to be able to do this. Right. So we kind of think of our partnerships as mini launches. So we will say like, okay, so let's reach out right now. Let's have a period when we're reaching out about this particular lead magnet and let's kind of go out to these partners during this time period, because we know Three months from now, we're going to want to sell that course that's related to this lead magnet in some way. So let's kind of start that process now. And now that we're, you know, we, that's the first, now we did it the first time. And then now that we're past that and we know this lead magnet is super high value and people love it, we can do reach outs in a much more, hey, 
is now a good time for you? Do you want to share our stuff? Because we, we, it's not, doesn't, it isn't a, um, it isn't just a, a launch time. We could just kind of yeah. in general share it more evergreen. Yeah. Um, and, and so that's kind of where we are with this, the lead mag that we have right now. And what we'll do is on top of reaching out to partners and, and I, I don't want to go too far. I don't want to go in the wrong area here, but we also will find part. I think of partners as both people who are working in my world. So anyone who's, mm-hmm. I serve actors, right? So mm-hmm. anyone who serves actors, that's a headshot photographer, that's a self-tape studio, that's an acting studio, that's another coach. Yeah. Um, and there's also Facebook groups. So some Facebook groups are no-no on promotions and some don't care. Mm-hmm. And so we also consider Facebook group promotion as part of our process. So that'll mm-hmm. be a price we're also reaching out. So we'll go through rounds of doing this because I don't want to be in someone's Facebook group every month posting the same thing over and over again and being annoying, but I'll do it once every six months, yeah. every four months. Right. So, um, did I answer this question? Cause I, I got excited. So. Okay. I great. So. Good. Yeah. Right. So a couple of takeaways. Yeah. I just want to highlight. Did everyone notice that Brian said, we're going to be launching this thing in three or six months. So now is the time to start reaching out. So just like ding, 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 have a plan so that the work you're doing to build your list is for a point. Mm-hmm. You were strategic from the jump in terms of what the lead magnet was, who you were reaching out to and what that timing looked like right. so that it could coincide with your launch. But then I'm also hearing so that you were on this ongoing rhythm yeah. of bringing in new subscribers. The other thing I heard you say was, I, I think your words were, it was a super valuable lead magnet. Mm-hmm. Part of why I think this has been so successful for you is that this lead magnet is so freaking juicy mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it sets your partners up to basically look like geniuses, right? For sure. <laughs> right. This lead magnet. Yeah. So you're even helping them within their reputation, right? By sharing yeah. such a valuable resource. Can I, can I jump into that for a yeah. second? Mm-hmm. So one of the, you just gave me a new idea, by the way, because I think that you're right. Cause <laughs> what, what I do, you're welcome. Right, so, so, <laughs> Partner, so if you're an acting, so I'm going to be really giving us zero in a little bit on my niche. So I'm, I work with actors and I work with them in, in the business and on their career. I don't teach them how to act. So yes. if you're an acting teacher and I reach out to you as a partner, you don't really want to have to deal with the business with your actors because it just uh. takes away the acting work. So suddenly I'm sharing something that has, you don't have, suddenly you have to talk to them about the business because I'm sharing something that's adjacent to your work, right? Which is one of the ways I like to think of partners. Mm-hmm. The other thing is, the creation of this lead magnet, you make me sound a little smarter than I am, I think, because what, uh, one of the ways that I figured out we needed this lead magnet was I was using a, a, a packet of, I kept on sharing these stuff with my clients to help my clients. And the genesis of the lead magnet came from, oh, I'm giving this to my clients when I work with them one-on-one all the time and they love it. Yeah. How can I make this now digestible for someone who's never met me, who I'm never going to sit down with again? or might not sit down with, right? So that they can make it in, that's valuable to them. And it, and it just fit into exactly serving what my clients needed. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So I just, again, I, I'm having that experience right now with our most recent lead magnet. Our cost per lead is lower than it's ever been. The conversion rate is higher than it's ever been. People are going bananas for it. And where it came from was inside the six figure, it's called schedule domination, everyone. But inside the six figure coach club, people were asking like Dallas, could you do an extra training showing us how to organize our calendar? And in my world, I'm like, what do you mean organize your calendar? Isn't your calendar organized? It's totally this unconscious genius for me that I didn't even realize people needed. So when we did that training, people inside the club went bananas. Remember in the Facebook group, they're showing, sharing screenshots of their schedules and really loving it. 
And I realized, okay, they're showing me what my audience as a whole really needs. So we turned that bonus training into a lead magnet. Uh So what I want everyone listening to take from this is you don't have to sit quietly in a brainstorming session by yourself trying to figure out what your roadmap download whatever is going to be. Take a look at where you get the best feedback from your clients. They're revealing what your lead magnet should be. It doesn't have to be hard. You just have to listen. Okay. Okay, I think people are dying right about now to get into the nuts and bolts. Okay. All right. Okay. So walk us through the plan. How so the title of this episode will be how to add thirty thousand subscribers <laughs> in okay. ninety days without spending money on ads. Go. Okay. Savannah, <laughs> will you help me help Savannah, will you help me out here yeah. tonight? I forget. Yeah. So okay. first of all, I became a voracious searcher for partners. Yes. Mm-hmm. And what that looked like in Silvana's world, because thank God I had Silvana next to me in this whole process is I'm sending her anything I see on Instagram that is someone who works in my world. I'm literally sharing to her all the time in her DMs, this company, this company, this company. And I did that by uh, like following a hashtag that is in my world. So I follow like actor's life. Right. Yeah. And so, and so, and Silvana, so that's one place. Another is um, on Facebook and you taught me this is, you know, look for other groups that are adjacent because it'll suggest ones to you in the right-hand mm-hmm. side. And so then we thought, who are those coaches? Um, and then there's a little bit of, I think one place everybody who's listening can probably trust is if you're in whatever world you're in, you probably know other people who do what you do yeah. or close to you. So don't skip out on the people you know. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so we're just harvesting all these people's information, like getting their email addresses. And then we took time to really craft what does that first email look like when you reach out to them? Mm-hmm. Because now this is going to sound mean, like some people are dummies and they have no idea what you mean when you say, I want to do a, 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 an opt-in trade or a lead magnet trade, or they have no idea what you're saying. And they're like, I can't give you my email list will be the responses that we get. So I was like, oh my God, this is not, I'm going to... So, and it would make me so crazy. And then, and that's only learning by doing, because we were like, we don't want you to sell us your list. Like that would be, no, (laughs) you know? So we had to start writing that into the letter. Like, we're not asking you to give us our list, nor are we going to give you ours. Like we literally had to, so my email was clear. It is a, what we realized is some of the audience audience here is not educated. Yeah. So this is not going to be for those of you listening, for example, my audience is coaches, right? So I'd be reaching out to other coaches who coach coaches. You get all meta. They're going to know. I don't have to educate them nearly as much, but in your industry, a lot of people don't even really know what, like don't even have an email list. Well, even, even if you were talking about accountants, some accountants don't maintain email lists. They just work with their clients. Right. And so if you're like, I'm an accountant who's actually a mover and shaker and a thought leader wants to have an email list. You'd be like, what are you talking about? I'm not going to give you my client's email addresses. Right. So totally. Okay. Right. So, okay. So step three is crafting a very clear initial invite. Yes. What are the other characteristics of that email invite? Samana, can you help me? Yeah. Like for sure. We worked really hard to not make it feel like a template. Like, like I, I literally went and found something I liked about each person. Yeah. You know, so like if we noticed they were, a headshot photographer and they had like this big sale, we would say like, we noticed your thing and it probably went really well, didn't it? Or, you know, that we'd find something that they were doing so that they knew we weren't just like blasting 8,000 people. We actually Got found it. them and we liked them. And that's Got why, it. We, you know. Got it. So getting really specific and it sounds also time sensitive. 
So instead of saying like, I love all the photos that you take, it's, hey, we know this <laughs> last week, yeah. you did this specific thing and here's feedback on it. Great. Yeah. So take the time to make it personalized. Personalized, yeah. Okay. Um, and then the second step is fielding responses, right? And, and this is where Silvana educated me and told me to chill, cool, cool my jets a little bit, I think, because <laughs> Silvana was like, can we stop messing with the small people who don't know what we're talking about? Yeah. Because in the very beginning, I would do, I would put some energy into like, this is actually about us trading email lists and I can send it to your clients. And like we, in the very beginning, we actually did do a little bit of educating the person who didn't know, who doesn't really maintain an email list. And we quickly realized we don't need to, let's not spend our time there. Well, hi, because if they don't know what you're talking about, they don't have a big community. So they're not going to be helpful. Great. Good job, Silvana. Good job, Silvana, right? Um, (laughs) And then, and we ask, I think, I think, what do you say, Silvana? What you say, that was born in necessity because there's just no, none of time. Like, right. you know, yeah. And if you're like sharing a bunch of, uh, random like voiceover teacher or something that doesn't have a list, then you're actually not able to help the voiceover teacher that does have a list quite as much. Like you're like flooding our audience. So you'd be really careful about that. Right. And as I hear you say that, the voiceover teacher who doesn't have a list, it's not even really that help, nearly as helpful to them for you to promote them because they can't capture that information and who's going to just sign up yeah. for whatever, for their class or whatever, for their class because of one email. Yes. Right. Okay. Got it. Okay. So fielding responses and fielding you, responses. you became very much more discerning. Yes. Very much okay. more discerning. But so I will talk that- me through what that looked like a little bit. Like, so you'd reach out to Joe. Joe acting coach, sure. what were some signs for you to reveal that Joe may not be totally aligned? Well, like they first, like, uh, you know, some first thinking like we wanted to buy their list. Like that seemed like a common mistake actually. And so we wrote that in and that kind of eliminated that one. But, um, you know, if, if someone said like a lot, a lot of people just wanted to like get on the phone and talk about possibilities and we're like, we, no, no, we have this, we have it right here. It's very clear. Like, this is the possibility, you know? And so I was right. like, if, if that's not the thing right now, that's okay. But like, I can't, you know, beg you to be interested. Also, like if, you know, if they didn't have a list, some people said like, oh, I have lists of, like 30 people. It's like, I don't know how to help you. You know, like you yeah. can't make that grow overnight. Um, you know, or people that were, some people also are huge on Instagram and don't have a list. So we did try to figure out how to partner with those people. Uh-huh. They have a list in a different format, you know? Yeah. So that was, that was like the kind of the other sort of back route. But showing the value of it, usually if, if someone like that was was interested but didn't quite get it and we could tell they had a list, that was the big thing like Brian said earlier. Like this is actually going to raise your value. This gives you something to share that makes you seem like an expert. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah, what Silvana's talking about is sometimes the conversations would go like, oh, this person has, a, has some kind of list. Following. It's Instagram yeah. or Facebook, whatever, but they don't get that I'm what I'm going to offer to them is going to be good for their audience. So I would sometimes go, no, 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 let's not bail on them yet. I want to go a little deeper and see if we can have one more conversation because I feel like there's something here to re redeem because they just need to get that. This is going to be great for their audience. Got it. So sometimes it would dig around. Got it. So just for clarifying purposes, every time you reached out, was it an offer of cross promotion or was it just an invitation to promote your your lead magnet. Yeah. So, but I think we always said like, we're ready to send yours when you want us yeah. to. It was always an offer of cross promotion. Yeah. And we said like, you know, we can't promise it's going to be the exact day you want and maybe our calendar's full, but like the more lead time, the better, you know, Got and it. that's why we had to sort of be like, well, we can't fill our calendar with someone that doesn't have a list because it doesn't help them or us. Yeah. 
Got it. Also, people sometimes never take us up on that offer. So I want to be very clear. Yeah. So okay. we will, so I felt not afraid to make that offer of like, when you're ready to make partner, let us know when you have materials. And then like months would pass. Right. And we're not going to say, keep bugging them when they're ready to reach out again. Like I know one guy, we came all the way around again. It was time for us to promote it again. Like you never sent us stuff before, but we're going to see if you would send something out for us again. Mm-hmm. Very willing to send out for us again. And it's like, oh, finally, I've got something for you to send. So to me, I always am talking about buying into the long-term partnership because I want to be able to make, I would want to have to go through the template. I'm like, hey, I've got something promoting in a couple of months. Are you like, I want it to become easier for us. Yeah. So that's what we're trying to get to. That's yeah. great. That's great. Yeah. So the ask is, hey, we've got this awesome lead magnet. We mm-hmm. want we want to know if you'd be willing to share it with your audience. Here's why that's helpful to you. Yes. Right. And if you're open to sharing it, we of course are ready to promote something of yours when the timing is right. Yes. You. Got it. Okay, good. If you never seem to have enough time to get it all done, maybe you don't remember the last time you actually had a full weekend off, or perhaps you're a master at avoiding the important priorities to really move your coaching business forward, Schedule Domination is your new best friend. That's because Schedule Domination shows you the exact process I follow to design my ideal work week, create space for everything from downtime to client work to list building, Facebook Lives, content creation, really everything, all in a pretty color-coded calendar that's totally customizable and designed to help you feel accomplished, grounded, and productive every single week rather than like this hamster running your buns off on the wheel that never goes anywhere. Sounds really good, right? So what I want you to do is head on over to schedule domination.com right now grab this free training then send me a photo of your shiny new organized calendar right in your instagram stories i'm a total nerdy capricorn for this kind of stuff so you're gonna make my day you know i'm just gonna say it schedule domination it just might change your life grab the training now for free at schedule domination.com and let's get back to the episode all right, we're fielding responses. Then responses. Um, and then we have a really clear process by which we share our material. So, Vaughn, mm-hmm. how many emails do we send? Well, um, we've, we've shortened the amount of emails. But there was, if they say yes, we send them an email right away. It says, like, cool, you won't hear from us again until June 31st or whatever we decided on. So they knew that it was coming and we heard them, you know. Um, and then when it got to that part, we were like, okay, now it's time. And here's your materials. And then I'm pretty sure we'd watch the link and if nothing happened, we'd send them another email and be like, hey, just a reminder, this is happening and this is your window and your window's closing, you know? Um, so I guess it's between like three and four. Yeah, because what we would do, and Savannah yeah. just snuck in a little secret trick of ours that we've just started doing. Oh, uh-huh. which is, right, right. So, and, right. So they say yes, quick confirmation. You're going to hear from us June 31st, whatever, which I think is not even a real day, actually. No, I just said it. <laughs> I like that. It's a, good, it's a good day to use because it's our made-up name and there's no such day. day. <laughs> <laughs> it would be today or something. Okay, okay. So, um, and then we'd say like, okay, here's all your materials. And usually we, we make that part really, really easy because yes. we can't trust that the person on the receiving end is as technically savvy as we are. And or also if they're a detail person. I am right. the... Like I'm an infamous email skimmer. If so, like I'm not. I'm just not going to catch everything. So you better make it really, really clear. So we have worked and worked and worked to make it super simple. And then what happens is we will give everyone a link, and we use Bitly, and we track their links. Yeah. 
And we've just done this the most recently, most recent time is the first time I really did that. And it taught us so much. One, we didn't know how big some people's lists were. We didn't realize till we saw how many clicks they had. Uh And we were surprised by some people's lists being small. We're like, oh, this is not as worth it as we thought it was. And hey, it's three days in. You got three more days to go. No one's clicked on your link. Just wanted to make sure you're scheduling it. So we would actually check check back in with people in a nice way. (laughs) They're like, hey, no one's clicked on the link yet. Wanted to make sure everything worked out for you. So it kind of gave us a position to be in, to be a reminder. Yeah. Like to make sure this didn't miss your, miss your, um, miss your, you know, to-do list. Um, And that really helped us to, now we know who to actually hit next time because we can see what numbers actually matter. Well, and also, were you ever surprised by someone who you thought like, oh, I don't know about this person. We're on the fence. And then they ended up being a great referral source. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And and sometimes, and I'll, I'll say, here's the thing. Some of those people have been people we've had to mini educate. Yeah. we've had to do a little mini educating for them. Yeah. Um, and, and worth the time to me, it was worth the time. Yeah. Got it. Good. Yeah. All right. So you're doing your research. Step yeah. one, do your research. You can use hashtags. You can research Facebook groups. We actually do cover this a bit inside the six figure coach club, right? The research piece, you find the admins of those groups. You research the people to crack, then send them a very clear and personalized initial invitation. Mm-hmm. And it's positioning the partnership, but also the reputation boost mm-hmm. that they get because this lead magnet is so valuable, which right. is why it's helpful to find adjacent partners rather than same, to, same, same. I don't right. like using competitors. Exactly. Right. Yeah. But, right. Um, then you're fielding responses, being discerning mm-hmm. so that it really is a win-win for everyone. Mm-hmm. Um and then setting people. So when you get a yes, it's confirmed. You let them know when to expect the date. You use a bit.ly link so you can monitor without investing in a very complicated affiliate platform, right? You can monitor and then nudge people when appropriate. Correct. Have you ever considered someone who sends an email out and there's a big response? Let's say you're in a launch period, right? And you've got 10 days right? Or even seven, I send an email out on the first day and you see a lot of links. Have you ever circled back to that person? Just like encourage them to email again. We haven't. There you go. Oh, yay. So psyched it happens. Yeah. (laughs) So just like, thank you so much. It looks like there's tons of alignment here because you've had the most clicks so far. And if it works for you to send in another email, we'd love that because your audience is really like into it what we have to offer yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah 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 i love that that's a great good. idea good yeah. there's one more piece of this that we haven't really said that i think is important yeah which is we keep a immaculate and incredible excel google sheet of everyone when they've said yes when they said no and it's super clean and easy for us so that when it's time for Silvana to do this again, she can actually, we use a mail merge system and everything where she can write a personal sentence because we've got so many people on that list yep. that we want it to be personal, but yet part of it is a lot are asking for the same thing over and over again. And it just gives us a, who said yes last time, who didn't say yes last time, can we ask them again? It just makes us have, we're not starting from scratch every time. We've got mm-hmm. a big list. And I will say we maintain this list. We take, we treat that list as good as we treat our own list. Yeah. Right. Like that. And not that that list has to get bigger because it doesn't have to keep growing. Actually, you could have some 
10 great partners and be done or three or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Or one. Um, but we, we invest in continually adding people to that list so that we also don't have to keep tapping on the same doors or, or, or if we do want to cycle around or move over to somebody else, that kind of thing. Right. And it just makes sense because you're, like you said earlier, you're really investing in this partnership. So you want to make sure that every time you reach out, it's part of an ongoing conversation. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Good. So Silvana, what are we, uh, you are, you have been the person with your hands in this pot. So what have you learned in the process or what do you think it's important for our listeners to know before they go and implement this on their own? Well, I really, I really try when people ask for our help or if they, if we're asking again for their help to make sure they feel like we took care of them. Mm-hmm. It really, it's like, it's important because I don't want anyone to feel like, Oh, we're just asking you to do all these favors for us, you know? Um, but it like when we hear somebody came from them, I like to try to tell them like, Hey, your, your client really liked it. And you know, I could tell somebody signed up and thank you. Um, because it's, they're just people. And sometimes they're really busy, you know, mm-hmm. so really making it simple and making them feel like I'm appreciative and they were taken care of when they needed something makes it work. You know, otherwise you can only ask somebody for a favor a couple of times and then they're going to be done. You know, they're going to yeah. be burned up. Great. Great. So for you, it's not over when you've seen that links have been clicked. You complete that conversation by giving them some sort of status update, right? And an expression of gratitude. So they yep. really take care. Oh yeah. This year we did it really cool. Actually, I'll share. Yeah. We, we, it was during COVID-19, as we, as we, right? And uh, Silvana called me on FaceTime and we sent videos, sent video emails to all of them with her little face on FaceTime. And we sent a video to each of them, just thanking them for their contribution because we do not take this lightly. It's a big deal. Um, and I, one of the things, what Silvana just said, I just remembered, it's so inherent to us that it, I don't think about it anymore, is in the beginning, I was like, Silvana, these people are gold. We have to treat them so well. So at any time, like it was just really about loving on these people so hard because the ask to me felt big and, and, and for somebody, could, and to me, it feels like a, so the care that we take around just taking care of them is, is inherent now. It's baked into the way we do this right now. Yeah. In the beginning though, it was like, we have to be nicer. How can we make this easier? How can we make this more easier to say yes? How can we respond to them more quickly? It was really around us creating care in this, in this environment, the system for sure, but the care around the system was important for us. Yeah. And just really being invested instead yeah. of treating it as a strategy, right. Yeah. Or this thing that we, we kind of go through the motions of this was real. You went all in. Yeah. Right? You went all in. Yeah. So I want, I can almost hear people wondering, so I'm going to ask, what would you say to those people who are worried about overcommitting now to promote all these other people's things. And now I'm just going to be this big Joe, the promoter. First it was Joe, the acting coach. Now it's <laughs> Joe, the promoter. Sorry for all the Joes listening. Um, so what is your feedback for someone who's worried about the yeah. impact it will have on their reputation if they promote so much of other people's stuff to their own community? I'm interested to hear Sylvana's feedback on this too, but I'll say that what we do is, that part of it for us is there's a dance there. There's a delicate dance for us in like mm-hmm. timing. We, and sometimes I have to say no in the timing. So sometimes what ends up happening, someone will ask me that we've said yes to, and I'll say, Oh, that's just, I can't do it during that time. Is there not? So I have to, I make it very clear. We might not be able to say yes to you yeah. based on the timing. That's, that's part of it. So that gives me ease. The other is if somebody's the, you know, you got 60 clicks and I'm grateful for your 60 clicks, but it's not 375. 
I can say, you know, I think this would be really great for us to promote on social media. I think you'll get like, so we will talk about other channels to use for people um, Mm -hmm. in a way that works for them. And then the other thing that we do to take care of that is we spend time on making sure that this is maybe, I don't know if this is a good idea or not, but we spend time on making their messaging good. Like they'll send us messaging and I'll say, let me make sure it sounds like Brian. Like, yes. and, like, you know I mean? Just that it sounds like me and it's not like their template thrown on top. So if they send me good messaging, great. Now it needs to sound like me a little bit yeah. because I need to stand behind it if I'm sending the email, right? Yeah. Um, so that it's just, a, a, the answer is to me, it is, we've never gotten into a place where it was, oh my gosh, too much. It never felt yeah. like too much. So yeah. that fear to me is get yourself there and then figure, like, if you've not done this yet, get yourself there and then worry about it. Like, <laughs> You're just, you're making something up and stop. Let's set a goal to have that problem. Yes. Have that problem and come talk to us. Come talk to Dallas. Right. Yeah. That's great. That's great. Okay. Though like setting the, not boundaries, because you don't want it to sound like a rule infested thing, but saying like the more lead time, the better, like that's how you don't get like find yourself in trouble or disappointing people. Like somebody came to us and said like, can you promote this on Friday? And it was like Monday. And I had to say, well, no, I, you know, I can't, that's, it's just not enough time. And it's, it's, yeah, uh, you know, it feels a little uncomfortable to say no, but it's like, oh, well, you, did you do the thing we asked? You know, like, no, you gotta give me more time than that. So that's, I think the only, it's not really a problem, I guess, but that was the only time it really came up against that. Yeah. Like, and I would say what I really hear from the both of you is how firmly you stand in your own integrity, right? So, which makes it comfortable to suggest an, a, another social media channel instead of an email makes it comfortable to say, I'm sorry, we don't have enough time because you're, you know, it's going to happen. You're being totally transparent. And um, like I said, standing in your integrity. So good. Okay. What have we forgotten? There's a, I, there's something we've forgotten and it might be a can of worms, but I'd like to go there. Yeah. Is it, yeah. So part of this lead magnet, and I don't know if you, ha- if you have numbers on this or not, Brian, the thank you page on this lead magnet. And then was it email number two? One of the first couple of emails encouraged people who had opted in to yes. also share the links yes. with their yes. with their peers. Yes. So that's a little tricky to measure, but do you have any metrics around that or a sense of how well, well that no, works? I don't have metrics on it, but I know that it has worked. This is why I know it has worked. That email, in, so there's a, so just so everyone's clear on this, there's a lead magnet that they download and once they download it, they get five emails. Yeah. The second email is the one that says, don't be a green stingy person. Share this with your friends. <laughs> don't be stingy. Yeah, don't be stingy pants. Share this with your friends. Um, and that email in the series is the one that gets the most responses. Okay. And it will say things like, for sure. Oh my gosh. Yes. Already done it. Okay. So people are replying. Okay. Yes. And that email, I'll say the reason that email is the most vulnerable. It's the one where I'm like, I'm going to ask you for a favor. It feels really vulnerable. This is 13 email drafts later because it was, this is like, I'm making an ask. I remember. Right. right. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure you do. Right. Working on the copy. Right. But also I just, I, and this is where I think you've taught me Dallas is I have just given you a really high quality lead magnet and it is okay for me to say, can you throw me a bone? Like, yeah. I'm not, I'm not, and it's not a big bone. I'm not asking for something. I'm not gonna say it's a big bone. I'm not asking for, um, I'm not asking for, you just did. <laughs> I did. I'm not asking for, I'm not, no. I'm not asking for you to do a lot. Right. Yeah. So, uh, so I don't have the metrics on that, but I know that yeah. it happened. Yeah. So yeah. here's one way you could get the metrics on it. Okay. Not uh, going backwards, but moving forwards. And that would be 
to have a separate URL that you're directing people to. So you've got the URL that, or the opt-in box on a, on whatever page, right? right. That your promoters send. Mm -hmm. And then you have another one that is the opt-in that oh, the only place it shows up is in the request for your clients to share it. Mm. So that way you'll get a, a general sense. Like, okay, we got 3,600 subscribers okay. and oh, 1,200 of them actually were peer referrals rather than centers of influence. Got so it. I can and tell you who it, did it. Right. You get a, a, a sense. Of and it won't be perfect because someone might've gone to the full website, but this way we'll get a sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. Yeah, I love that yeah. idea. I would, I would implement that. It'll give you some data because what you might find is, wow, that really converts. What we should do is set up in the sequence. I don't know, six weeks later to send another email reminding people to share it. Like if you see that that converts, we can right. go deeper in that direction. Right, 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 right. I love that. Good. Good. So just to fill everyone in before we say goodbye, um, we're talking about this juicy lead magnet, but nobody knows what it is. <laughs> right. It is, um, so Brian serves actors and one of the top two goals that most actors have is to find an, a talent agent. And so this lead magnet is essentially sample emails that actors can model in order to reach out to talent agents and request meetings. Right, 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 right. Does yeah. anyone want to know where to get it? <laughs> we're going to I don't want to tell them because you're going to have a bunch of like coaches on your list. Yeah. No, they don't. We don't. Mess your metrics. Mess up my list. Don't do it. <laughs> we're going to get a bunch of actor stuff. <laughs> yeah, right. Right? Good. Right. All right. Well, one thing I've really enjoyed about working with you over the last 18 months, right? Mm -hmm. Like has been your attend your follow through mm -hmm. really because this was one of many ideas that came up in a coaching session you took it and you ran with it you made it better you made it better you trained someone to do it right like that whole process and now it's this massive arm in your business mm -hmm. and the truth is a lot of coaches especially those who are still working don't have a big team right mm -hmm. or even a VA they don't follow through to that degree so mm -hmm. if if you take anything, for those of you listening, if you take anything away from this, the plan is great. Run with the plan and execute it 101% if you're going to do it. And if you're not going to do it 101%, go find another plan that you can commit to 101% because I think, yeah, the plan is great and the commitment is the thing that really made it work. Thanks again for tuning in to the Six Figure Coach Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to rate and review the show. That's the best way you can show your support. I'd also love to connect on Instagram. So go ahead and take a screenshot of this episode or maybe a photo of yourself listening along to the podcast. Post it to your Instagram stories. Be sure to mention me. I'm at Dallas Travers and I'll send some Instagram love right back at you. We'll be back next week with another great episode. Until then... Keep going on your six-figure journey.